I am a journalist. My job is to talk to people from all walks of life all over the world. My story begins in Caracas, Venezuela, in South America, where I grew up. I remember one time when I was around seven years old, my dad came up to me and said, Mariana, I'm gonna send you and your little sister to a place where nobody speaks Spanish. He went on and on about the benefits of spending an entire summer in this summer camp in the United States. Stressing a little phrase that I didn't pay too much attention to at the time, you never know what the future holds. My dad, however, had a slightly different plan. From Caracas, he sent us to Brainerd, Minnesota. Mickey Mouse was not up there. And with no cell phone, no Snapchat or Instagram, I couldn't look up any information. The other kids looked at us as if we were from another planet. They would ask us things like, do you know what a hamburger is? Or do you go to school in a donkey or a canoe? I would try to answer in my broken English and they would just laugh. We certainly didn't look like them. We didn't speak their language. We were different. And when you're seven years old, that hurts. Everybody wants to feel valued and accepted, and we think it should happen spontaneously, but it doesn't. When you're different, you have to work at belonging. You have to be either really helpful, smart, funny, anything to be cool for the crowd you want to hang out with. Later on, when I was in high school, I get there and they tell me that my assigned roommate is eagerly waiting. I open the door, and there she was, sitting on the bed with a headscarf. Her name was Fatima, and she was Muslim from Bahrain, and she was not what I expected. See, as a teenager, I wanted to fit in even more. I wanted to be popular and maybe have a boyfriend for prom. And I felt that Fatima just got in the way with her shyness and her strict dress code. I was consumed by my own selfishness and unable to put myself in her shoes. And I remember thinking, ah, oh, she'll be okay. She's just different. You see, when we label someone as different, it dehumanizes them in a way. They become the other. They're not worthy of our time, not our problem. And in fact, they, the other, are probably the cause of our problems. So how do we recognize our blind spots? It begins by understanding what makes you different, by embracing those traits. Only then can you begin to appreciate what makes others special. It was a couple of months after that. So the day of the talent show comes and I get up on stage with my little boombox, I put it on the side and I press play, and a song by my favorite emerging artist, Shakira, comes up. And I go, whenever, wherever, we're meant to be together. And I said, my name is Mariana, and I'm gonna auction a dance class. And it seemed like the whole school raised their hand to bid. My dance class really stood out off of that day. And going back to my dorm room, I didn't feel different. I felt really special. And that's when I started thinking about Fatima, the person that I had failed to see a special when I first met her. She was from the Middle East, just like Shakira's family was from the Middle East. When I went back home to Venezuela, I began to understand how these experiences were changing me. 
being able to speak different languages, to navigate all these different people and places, it gave me a unique sensibility. I was finally beginning to understand the importance of putting myself in other people's shoes. And that is a big part of the reason why I decided to become a journalist. It was right around the time, however, when the Venezuelan government shut down the biggest television station in our country. So in 2008, I packed my bags and I came to the United States. I was painfully aware that at 24 years old, I was becoming a refugee of sorts, an immigrant, the other, once again, and now for good. I covered the 2016 election for NBC News. It was my first big assignment in this mainstream network where I had crossed over from Spanish television. And I wanted to do something different. This eight-year-old girl named Angelina rushed up to me in tears. She sobbed as she asked me if her mom was going to be deported now. I hugged her back and I said, it's going to be okay. By giving camera time to her and families like hers, I tried to make people see them as human beings and not simply illegal aliens. Yes, they broke a law and they should pay a penalty for it, but they've also given everything for this country, like many other immigrants before them have. I want to tell you how I hit the worst bump in the road yet, one that shook me to my very core. The day, April 10th, 2014. I was driving to the studio and I got a call from my parents. Are you on the air, they asked. I immediately knew something was wrong. What happened, I said. It's your sister. She's been in a car accident. It was as if my heart stopped. People were unable to see a successful lawyer or a millennial with a sharp wit and a kind heart. Everywhere we went, I realized that people just saw a poor girl in a wheelchair. They were unable to see anything beyond that. After fighting like a warrior, I can thankfully tell you that today my sister is walking and has recovered beyond anyone's expectations. She taught me you can't let those differences define you. You see, we all come to this world in a body. We all want what everyone wants to dream and to achieve. But sometimes society tells us, and we tell ourselves, we don't fit the mold. The single thing every one of us has in common is being human. What makes them different? Let's celebrate those imperfections that make us special. I hope that it teaches you that nobody has a claim on the word normal. We are all different. We are all quirky and unique, and that is what makes us wonderfully human.